Hello, everybody. Welcome to Idle Chat. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. Across the table from me, as always, is my lovely, talented, hardworking, amazing, hilarious girlfriend, Bessie. Hi. If I were actually an alien and I was replaced, would, it, how do you think you would know that? Hmm. Hmm. I know. Like, how long do you think it would take before it gave it away? Like, am I, am I, will I be like suspecting that that might be the case for a while? Is that what it is? And then I have to like make sure of it? Well, I don't know. Like, what if right now, like part of my flesh fell off? And, and then well that would pro- that would that would probably be be the clue that did so it your flesh have, have had no idea yeah I, I, what yeah. do you think would give it away uh if i what would i say or do that would be like weird enough to tip you off like okay so when we cook a lot and we have leftovers we'll make a like a salad with it right like mm. a, like a chicken salad or pork salad or whatever yeah, there's you know? gotta be a different name for that there's gotta be right we can't but, just use salad as a catch-all. I know it, it's a thing, right? right? Salad is. We didn't we just talk about that the other day? Is it like I think. it's like anything with dressing on it. I guess is so mayonnaise like, what's a dressing, dressing? Room? right? Right. Anyway, regardless, if you were in making, yeah, man- mayonnaise is a dressing. That's what it originally was made for. If you were in making said salad, and and I saw you just chopping celery to put in it, that would be uh, that would that be would the giveaway. Yeah, that would be it. All right. How about me? Because I'm always saying weird things to you. You think? So I don't. They so know. Our I listeners think I'm know. I'm making it difficult to know if, if I'm an imposter. Mm. Maybe if you just stop saying weird things. But then that might be the weird thing that makes you wonder. Like, what if I didn't say weird things? Right. Then you'd definitely wonder. Right. Right. Oh, jeez. Yeah. There's no way to fix it. If we got through a conversation without it sparking a conversation like this one, <laughs> yeah. that's how. <laughs> you know, I was thinking today as I was sweeping the floor, I was thinking, man, how are we going to make this podcast be like something pertinent and useful? What are we going to learn? You know, what what kind of journey are we taking? Are we just wasting everyone's time? You know, <laughs> and then I thought, no, it's called Idle Chat. Like, this is not called Productive Chat. If you wanted that, that's a different podcast. That's a different podcast, that's a right. a whole right. different podcast. Yeah, we have we're idle conversations the, about... Idle chat. Yeah, yeah, we have idle conversations about something that we that we decided to talk about. And so, I, yeah. welcome to this week's episode where you will learn nothing, probably waste some time, and we're going to have a great time doing it. No, I think I think we have some things to teach people this week. Yeah. I really do. Yeah, idly. Idly. Yeah, yeah, idly. yeah. Yeah. It might not mean anything to you, but it'll be something that you know after this, whether I you fe- use it or not. So we celebrated your birthday the other day. Yeah. I feel like this is something that we will be talking about later in the final three. Ooh. Right? Because we have... A callback? Well, I think we'll probably pick a local small business, I right? I think you're right. Yeah, we'll have to. And I already know which one I want to do. Yeah, same. The f- first spot we went. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Yeah. I have a different one. Oh, all I know. right. We're being so vague. All right, interesting. So I guess you'll have to listen or fast forward a bunch. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So Sunny being on was a blast. Yeah. I listened back to that episode, the stupid giraffe comment. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, we got uh, our friends, Gold. our friends Roxy and Paul. They were laughing at us picking on Brussels sprouts. Yeah, I mean, why should they make fun of us for the way that we choose to prepare our Brussels sprouts? We just comedically roast them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Which we may be roasting marshmallows later. So. Oh, I am 100% roasting marshmallows. And listen, yeah. folks, I've had a revelation. We'll have to tell them. You stupid cubes of nothingness. You're just all sugar. You have no substance. And then they'll be done. And then they'll be roasted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Roasted. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. So, folks, listen. Before we get on to what we're talking about today, yeah. Uh, I toasted. Is it roasted or toasted? We've decided what, what you do with a marshmallow. Troasted. Tro- troasted? Yeah. All right. I troasted a, one of those large marshmallows they're big ones they're they're jumbo marshmallows toasted it slowly so that the inside was melted too and Mm. then i put that that is the goal in a peanut butter sandwich yes it was bonkers yes you You must try this doesn't it need like a tiny bit of acid though no i think it does man i think it does Okay, well, okay. I don't like know what? what though? Like how about like, that? Like a like piece of crystallized ginger. Or something? How about that? How about that raspberry hot sauce? Or the raspberry hot sauce. Yeah, that would All bring right. it. I'll make that later. That sounds good. I'll make that, that later. It, we'll give man. it a try. We'll but give yeah, it a Roxy's shot. got us all hooked on fluffernutters again. <laughs> yeah, but we're doing it with this whole with toasted butter marshmallow. We're doing it. We're doing combo. It with toasted marshmallows. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what we're talking about today, folks. This is something that I find interesting uh we are talking about urban legends surrounding movies yes so all the way around it's not a move it's not movies about urban legends it's urban legends about movies do you have any urban legends about movies that are about urban legends well i don't probably right (gasps) i maybe we'll 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 uh I bet there's like a horror movie or something that. My that, dude. Well, I looked up, of course, when I I Googled <laughs> urban legends about movies. What do, what do you think comes up? It's like a zillion articles right. about the urban legend series, series. of movies, yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. not really what we're talking about. Well, so good job weeding through it. Yeah, it took me all of about eight minutes. So amazing work. So here's what we're going to do, folks. We are going to. I'm going to read what the urban legend is. We will pause, and if there's a video about it, I will show Bessie this video, and then we will discuss it. And then, and then throughout the week, we'll pepper them onto our uh, social media. That's exactly what I was going to say. Is if hey, if you follow us on social meds, we will be sharing these. If there's a video about it, we'll share the video. What are you doing? This is very distracting. This thing you're doing. I'm just sitting in my chair. No, you are listening not. to you. <laughs> She's waving her ponytail back and forth, like over her shoulder, back I over like the other the way shoulder. It feels on my shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, when we were talking about this episode with, again, with our friends Roxy and Paul, and I said what this episode's about, boom, he said this one immediately. And it was the same one that I thought of first as well. Yes. Yes. See if you're all on board, because I'm thinking of one too. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. The movie Three Men and a Baby. Oh, no, I didn't know this one. Okay. The urban legend is that the movie Three Men and a Baby was filmed at a home that was haunted by a boy who died there years before. Mm. And his ghost can can be seen in the background of a scene. Mm. Yeah. 
I'll, I will show you. Scene in the scene. Oh, wow. I know, right? That boy won't leave Sam Malone. Very funny. That <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that is Ted Danson is in the scene. Would you like and... to cheers to that joke? No, I wouldn't because it's a terrible joke. Anyway. Sam Malone, get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, here's the problem. That is freaky. Yeah, well. Do we know what it is? Yes, we oh, do. Oh, you're going to break do. it down. Yeah, what do you think? I was just going to show it to you and move on? or Yeah, I thought you were just going to show me how no one would leave Sam Malone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, spill the beans. Let us have it. I'm just sitting here waiting for the terrible Ted Danson beans pun or something. I, Ted I, dancing I, in my brain all day. Oh, shoddy. Today's right. not his birthday. Here's, I'll just say that. Oh, good. Here's the thing. No boy died in that home. Oh. You know how we know that? How? They built that home? Or it was a set? It was. It was a soundstage in Toronto. Yeah. What it, was it on the burial ground? <laughs> oh. No. No. What once was a child. Keep going. Okay. Okay. Well, Ted Danson's character in the movie was was an actor named Jack, and it's actually a cutout of of him in like a tuxedo with a top hat, and you can see it here. See. Oh. That's wonderful. So it was just kind of in the window. It just is creepy. It, 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 yeah. If you think it's if it's a ghost, if you think it's that, then it is pretty creepy, right? Right. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe That's, it was a maybe the ghost embodied the cutout. You know what? You're right. Maybe. How do we know the ghost yeah. didn't put the cutout there? Right. We don't know that. Later on in the film, you can see that the cutout there it is right there. So anyway, if you were to turn into a ghost, right? What outfit would you hope that you were wearing when you died? Because you'll be trapped in it for all of eternity. You'll be known as that guy that was wearing that thing, that ghost wearing that thing. Oh, man. That's tough. Yeah. I mean, I think just like a comfortable pair of jeans and some mm. and some comfortable shoes and a t-shirt or something all right maybe a hoodie yeah yeah, yeah you'd be like that casual ghost yeah 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 yeah, yeah. It, i think it's important to dress like you know they say dress for the job you want more like dress for the kind of ghost you want to be that's a good point yeah yeah not bad all right great then i will just from now on i will just i need dress so many more cummerbunds i will dress just <laughs> <laughs> Urban Legend, 1985's Teen Wolf. Ooh, this is your favorite. It's so it's one of the best ones. It's so oh, good. I can't wait. The Urban Legend is that an extra in the final scene of the movie, it takes place at a high school basketball game. Mm -hmm. Spoilers, guys. And while the camera is panning across this, you know, small crowd, mm -hmm. and an extra uh, stands up with his um, penis poking out of his pants. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank and, you for being anatomically correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> and it was it was unnoticed and it made it into the final That's cut hilarious. of the movie. Yikes. <laughs> Wardrobe <laughs> malfunction. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, right? So, all right. What really happened is if you... 
if you look a little more closely, you will see that uh, the extra appears to be a woman and not a man. Okay. So what is what is the who knows what because it, it does appear to be a well, penis there somewhere. Well, I didn't think I saw any type of right body part. I just thought I saw a shirt tucked in with the zipper down. Yeah. It didn't look like uh Yeah, if you look there's a there's a little It didn't look like a member to me. No, but there's a little something <laughs> that who knows what it is. I don't know, but is there? so all right. That's a stretch. It's like a suburb in London. All right, so they, they talk to another extra. Mm-hmm. All right, another extra. Um, An extra extra? Uh, uh, Chris Haggerty was another female extra on the film. Okay. Uh, in 1985, uh, girls wore very tight jeans. Okay. Then again, so did, so did the boys. Um, but she says, when you're sitting on hardwood bleachers for hours upon hours, uh, the pants get uncomfortable. Anyone having been in the movie business knows it's a hurry up and wait gig. Mm-hmm. I had seen a few girl extras unzipping their pants in between takes and zipping them up mm-hmm. uh, when we were about to shoot. So uh, they said she says it was about three to four o'clock in the morning. So she just it seems like she just forgot to to get uh, it together. To get it together, she stood oh, up and her famous. pants, and you see her kind of huh. She's famous. Can you imagine that? <laughs> like, That's her claim to fame. Do you have any? Do you have any notable roles? Yeah. Any cameos? You I wanna? played the guy whose dong was out in Teen Wolf. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so anyway, there you go. That's great. Yeah. You know, I just have to say, thank God for leggings. May we never look back. <laughs> May we never look back. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Comfort. That's that's Comfort, that's please. also what I fear. By the way, if I was to be a ghost, I fear that I would be wearing like pajama pants or something <laughs> for the rest. Uh, but that's not a bad. Like, a cozy they can't, ghost. A cozy ghost. I mean, wasn't Casper wearing like a sleep cap or something? We we'll call it a ghosty. What? It wasn't Casper wearing a sleep cap or something. I don't know. I don't know. Regardless, I like a cozy ghost. <laughs> you can haunt me. Urban legend. You can't be like a scary ghost in pajamas, can you? I guess I guess way back when they wore like those white long sleep gowns. That's spooky. But like you're going to be you seriously you're going to be scared with a guy in blue plaid pajama plant pants with a graphic tee? No. <laughs> okay, listen. That's not a haunting. That's a hangout. The urban legend says Disney animators secretly slipped hidden sexual messages into their films. And the Lion King featured uh, the word sex. In the smoke? In in the, in the, in yeah, the yeah, yeah, in the dust. Yeah. I remember hearing about all these. Yeah. I, there's there's actually a bunch. I bet yeah, we could do we could probably do an entire episode just on yeah Disney putting dirty things in their movies. So Your Dirty Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, all right. All right, so... Oh, did you start it? Yeah. That's such a stretch. Uh, yes, it is. And um, it took off in the 90s after a woman alerted the Christian group American mm-hmm. Life League that her, get this, yeah. four-year-old son had noticed the word sex while watching a VHS tape. Right. I mean, okay, he's four, so the odds of him picking that out, which, by the way, you'd have to really... As you saw, it's you have to so really look dumb. for it, right? Well... Karen. According to... Former Disney animator Tony Sito, uh, S-I-T-O. It didn't say sex. It says S-F-X for special oh. effects. Clever. Get it? 
special effects. It. Yeah. So do I believe him? I don't know. Because I mean, that it, also sounds like a stretch. It does, right? But why that, would he make something up? I I don't know to to cover up to a not look like conspiracy. to not look like a pervert by writing sex in the Lion so King. So now I do believe that it says sex. Well, I I don't believe <laughs> the excuse for this next one at all. Uh, the urban legend is a a disgruntled Disney animator. Uh, his job was to draw the cover for the VHS oh. of The Little Mermaid, and he drew a boner. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> in the in the castle in the background, and well, I hope that he had been practicing all through middle school. Yeah, well, because there, that was his time to shine. Oh yeah, there it is. There it is. Let's yeah, it's there. What 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 movie? Uh, The Little Mermaid. Huh. Snow- well, congratulations, you got it in the movie. Like, what is that? Do you think that he was like, yeah, look at me pulling pulling one over their eyes? Well, it's funny. <laughs> it's yeah, but like, kind of funny. But I mean, is there is there any question that's what how that you're is? Getting back to society. Well, nobody's really looking at it. Probably it's all within the details. Exactly. So anyway, this person just claimed His that own little secret joke for himself. Yeah, he rushed. Right. He rushed through the background detail at about four o'clock in the morning. He had been working long hours mm. and just unintentionally drew a tower on the castle that looked like a penis. That's what he claims. Whoops. You know what? Own it. If you did it, own it. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, Yeah, I I did did it. it. Isn't that funny? (laughs) I mean, I think the detail is pretty good if you ask me. I agree. I agree. Good for you, boner guy. I mean, look at it. Yeah, you can tell he'd been practicing all through middle school. This one, (laughs) (laughs) practicing all through middle school. Yeah. Just getting it all right, all the details. Now's my chance. Now's my chance. I've been drawing dongs my whole life. I'm going to get to finally get this one. (laughs) Mrs. Ferguson said, what productive thing am I doing with my life? Little did she know. (laughs) (laughs) All that homework, quote unquote. I'm cashing in right now. (laughs) Okay, do you know know the one about the Wizard of Oz? Yes, that's the one that I thought you were talking about. Yeah, Well, well, in case people haven't heard, the urban legend is that... A heartbroken actor portraying one of the munchkins in The Wizard of Oz hanged himself on set. And he can be seen hanging in the distance as Dorothy and her friends head down the yellow brick road. Apparently, he, they say he was in love with Judy Garland. And Who isn't? Was, well, I don't know. Anyway, there's, from, def- there's definitely something there. From heartbroken to neck broken, just like that. <laughs> It just looks like something fell on the set. Well, what it is is uh, it's actually the silhouette of a large bird. Ooh. That yeah, because they they borrowed a bunch of birds from the Los Angeles Zoo and let them just kind of roam around the indoor set to give some life to the mm. you know uh, authentic. That must have been nice. Outdoorsy, yeah, it must have been great, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh great. But I mean, the other thing is, if you the look, the bird at- just pooped in my coffee. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what they claim it is. But I mean, if you look at the still, it doesn't really look like a bird, does it? But it could have been. I, who knows? I maybe, don't know. Maybe it was Larry Bird. He often got mistook for a munchkin. I've heard. Yeah, the height. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. This is a good one. And I remember this one. Mm. 
Okay, we were promised hoverboards. Mm. To be clear, we <laughs> we were promised hoverboards in the late '80s uh, because of the the hoverboards in Back to the Future yeah. too, right? Yeah. Right. Where are well, they? So the urban legend is the hoverboard used by Marty McFly in Back to the Future 2 was real. And the only reason hoverboards were not sold to the general public was that parents groups pressured toy companies to keep the dangerous toys unreleased. That's right. That's what they say. Keep them in the back with the jarts. (laughs) Well, so where it came from, there was a TV special promoting the release of, of, of the movie Hosted by the always hilarious uh, Leslie Nielsen. The guy, mm-hmm. was he was so funny. And in it, the director, Robert Zemeckis, talks about the hoverboards and says, they've been around for years. It's just that parents' groups have not let toy manufacturers make them, but we got our hands on some and we put them in the movie. Ah, sneaky. Yeah, but he did it, but he did it with a, a little... You know, it was right. a little tongue in cheek, a little right. sly smile, and and yeah. Right. So that's not so it's not true. Of course, not. of course not. I think we would have had them by now, right? Not with those parents groups around. Good point. Good point. They're still around. So yeah. This one is slightly disturbing. Mm, my favorite. We've talked about the pile of hot garbage that is the movie Cats. Yes, we talked about it on here before. Feces. So the the urban legend is that the filmmakers of Cats wanted to make the cats look as lifelike as possible, going as far as to giving them realistic CGI buttholes. Ah, well, you know, that is a very important part of the cat. But the later, cat is very proud of the butthole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But later scrapped the idea and edited them all out. <laughs> they should have kept it. I, I know, right? Well... I mean, when you think of a cat, what's the first thing you think of? Butthole. So apparently when they did the playback, the CGI people, it was heavy on CGI, the movie, and yes. they claimed that they had seen things that looked like buttholes and they had to edit them out. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a bunch of videos on YouTube claiming to be the <laughs> butthole cut, they call it, and <laughs> I, I I think we've kind of watching a few figured out that they're fake, yeah. but... <laughs> <laughs> they they claimed that they, it was just like skin and fur folds and stuff, and, and they had to edit. It looked yeah. like, it yeah, looked so like then it, you go on YouTube and you look for the butthole cut, yeah. and it's clearly right. new CGI that added buttholes to it. Right. And man, I got to say, I think I probably would have watched the whole movie if there were buttholes everywhere. <laughs> I probably would have made it another. It would, it's one of those rare circumstances where the butthole made it better somehow. Yeah. Well, That's I, how bad of a movie it was. <laughs> I do feel like we need to share on the social media to share this butthole yes, cut. But just to, just to be clear, folks, we're, we're kind of positive that it's it's a fake video. But anyway, somebody worked really hard now. It. Somebody worked really hard after yeah. the fact, putting buttholes on the right. cat. So anyway, right. maybe we can say... It's a true urban legend. Maybe we can say butthole a few more times. Uh, yes. Well, there's another urban legend surrounding the movie Cats. Uh, an online rumor blew up that dozens of Cats crew members somehow died during the two-year production. Oh. And there's a list. There's a list of, of, of people. Yeah, it's... Oh. 
it's just people who are on the crew. They're they're all fine. <laughs> I mean, some of them oh. might have died since, but they didn't die during the, the you know. Well, R.I.P. I guess. Mm, no. Should I send cards? No. I hope you're all doing well, thriving. I other than the um, mortification that you've probably endured from being associated with that film, <laughs> that's kind of a death of its own. <laughs> we oh. tried we tried we tr- what did we last we tried 12 minutes we thought it's gonna be so bad that we're gonna have a great time right it was hor- a horrible waste of time mm-hmm. yeah like we only I lasted like we lasted about 10 or 12 minutes and we seriously felt like we were robbed of time yeah. in our lives yeah don't terrible. you feel like we would have kept watching if there were more buttholes it might have it might have actually saved it I'm gonna st- I'm gonna stand on that hill for a while. Urban legend of the 1964 James Bond film Goldfinger. There was an actress named Shirley Eaton who was uh, she was. It, it's a famous scene. There's the scene right there. I can show you the picture of the scene right there mm-hmm. where James comes in and finds this woman covered in gold paint and dead on the bed. Okay and. The urban legend is that she died shortly after as a result mm. of skin suffocation mm. uh, caused by the paint. Yikes. And just uh, uh, very simple. No, it's not true because she's right there. There's a picture <gasps> there of her There right she there. is looking yeah. as suffocated as ever. <laughs> I mean, no research for that one to, to get down to the I bottom mean, of that. You just, I mean, she acted after that? that. 1964. I could see some kind of like chemical mistreatment Sure. Causing some harm. But to die from it, it wouldn't be called skin suffocation. It would be called poisoning because it would have gotten into her system. So, you guys, if you're going to create an urban legend, make sure it makes sense. You know, make sure it holds water. Urban legend. The NASA moon landing never actually happened. That's not really a a movie uh, urban legend, though. But people say that it was filmed on a soundstage and it was directed by the director Stanley Kubrick. Ah. Yes. Yes. And they said that he hinted at it later on uh, during The Shining when uh, the little boy Danny was wearing an Apollo spacecraft sweater in oh, the movie. Oh, that gave it away. Didn't it, though? You better be careful. People are going to know. People are going to know. I know. Why put yeah. it right out there? Right. And he also did uh, 2001, The Space Odyssey. He mm-hmm. did that as well. Gotcha. So... People, well, people put it together. It's clear. Kubrick's riddle has been solved. So obviously, there's no proof of us, proof for us to find out that that the Shining urban legend isn't true. But you know, it's probably true. <laughs> you think so? <laughs> Why else would that kid wear that shirt? Well, that's what I was about to say. And there's it, no other reason. Around the 70s and 80s, a lot of people were wearing <laughs> stupid NASA shirts. Anyway, so. All right, urban legend and singing in the rain. Ooh, the Ted pr- Danson in the rain. What? Ted Danson in the rain, Danson. the sequel. This is my life, folks. Anyway, uh, they said that the production crew added milk to the water used Ew. to simulate the rain to make it easier to see on screen. Okay. Yeah, well, just simply, it's not true. Gross. <laughs> yeah, gross. Can you imagine that, Ew. right? I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I know. 
Let's add milk. Let's let's throw milk all over the set. That that sounds like it won't go poorly at all. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Let's have rotten milk all yeah. over the place. Let's have sour milk just <laughs> spoiling all over the we'll set have here. Yeah, cottage great. cheese in the rain. Awesome for the, for the next movie. <laughs> Urban legend. So when the coronavirus hit, people started to draw comparisons between that and the 2007 Will Smith movie, I Am Legend, which mm. they said was set in 2021 oh. and was about people turned into zombies after taking a failed vaccine. Oh. Yeah. I can't wait for my zombie years. <laughs> I'm going to F some SH up. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, it's it's easily proved wrong because well the movie was set in 2012, ah. not in 2021, and he's tangling with vampires, not zombies. And the outbreak wasn't caused by a vaccine, but an attempt to cure cancer that went wrong. But what about that movie? What was that movie? Z World War Z. Yeah. Wasn't that a failed vaccine or something? I don't know. I didn't see it. Oh. I don't know. Well, I hope we all turn to zombies. <laughs> Why would you want that? Because life is so monotonous, man. It's time to get wild. Don't you think it would be fun? <laughs> no. Listen, right now we're stressed about finances or like the grind, you know, everyday living, what to make for dinner. How about let's go forage for dinner, our neighbors. Okay, M- moving on, babe. It's I, time. I, it's time to spice it up. <laughs> Some spice. So you're going to put hot sauce on your neighbors yes, before you eat them as yes. a zombie? Yeah. I mean, I think it's an urban legend that zombies don't season their meat. And I'm here ready, willing. Are you able? Able. <laughs> okay. Take on this task. Turn me into a zombie and monitor my actions. I bet I still put nutmeg on that. You don't put I, nutmeg in anything now. Sometimes I put it in my chili. Sometimes. Little okay. bits. Okay. Okay. Well. I will put smoked paprika on Gil. Who else? <laughs> our neighbor Gil? <laughs> You're going to put smoked paprika on our neighbor don't Gil? Don't you think Christine would be nice with a little cayenne? Okay. Listen. Let's just. Let's. Okay. I, <laughs> I'm starting to fear for my life. Knock it off. All right. Great. I'm ready for the zombie years. Zombessie coming right up. Some Bessie. <laughs> Let's do one more. What do you think? I'm here for it. You're here for it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, this one surrounds the movie The Parent Trap, the 1998 oh. one with Dennis Quaid and Lindsay Lohan. Linz. Yeah, Linz. Well, there's a woman in that. Her name is Lisa Ann Walter. And Ann with an E or no E? It is uh, no E. Mm-hmm. No, Gross. it is A-N-N. Yeah, Lisa Ann Walter, who played Chessie in The Parent Trap, went on to ha- have identical twins of her own and gave birth to them on October 11th, the very day Annie and Haley from the film were born. What? That's the urban legend. What? Yeah. Well, and it's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, confirm. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, that's that. Her her twins, Simon and Spencer, were born on the same date, October 11th, as the characters in the movie. That's, that's that. Bonkers. That one's true. Is it bonkers? Is it really? Yeah, bonkers. Bananas. Coconuts. Crazy. I love it. Happy birthday to the twins. We should mark our calendars and celebrate October 11th. 
The final three. Pew, 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 pew. Thanks, Bess. That was fun. That was a blast. Thanks for doing all that research. Yeah, no problem. It was pretty, it was fun. I like that one. Deflating urban legends like balloons. I do want to look into like how many ones there are in Disney movies. I'm actually really curious. That Mm. could be a, that could be a good sequel to this one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right. We'll have to look into that. Maybe we'll a do another up. a follow up. Right. Maybe we'll do a follow up in a few I'm in a few into weeks. It. Anyway, these are the final three questions of the podcast. Question number one has been coming from our Cube of Culinary Questions. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I love that so much. What's your favorite cut of meat? <sighs> If you asked me this last year, I would have said ribeye. Yes. But but now that you're older and wiser. Well, I'm one of those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, I'm actually leaning towards the New York Strip these days. I don't know why, but that's still not my favorite. My favorite, we did that, what's the name of that roast that we cut the picanha out of? Kulat roast? Yes. Yeah, that's that's my favorite now. That's a wonderful cut. Yeah, that's my favorite one now. It is, it's have, as flavorful as filet. Yeah. I mean, it's as flavorful as ribeye, but as tender as filet. It's wonderful. Yeah. What it's about you? joy. Yeah. I'd have to say the cheeks. <sighs> oh. But I also want to give a mention to the lobster thumbs, which I love. <laughs> yeah, you nobody lo- else loves. Nobody wants that little cartilagey thing. No, it's not cartilagey. It's, um... How in the world would you describe it? I don't know. I absolutely love uh, uh, the thumbs. Okay. It's like rubbery almost. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. They, they go, they go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I love knuckles. Listen, Rib by, knuckles. Listen, by knuckles. Chicken knuckles. This, you know, folks, by knuckles. That's cartilage. She just means cartilage on at the end of any bone. Like yes. she, I, I pick, oh, I pick my wings clean, turkey, and then she eats the cartilage. Yeah. yeah. The best part of turkey is that strip. It's it's a triangle shape, so it almost looks like a lobster thumb, but it's all <laughs> cartilage off of the spine, and it is a joy. I've never been mm. more thankful in my life. It's, then while eating that it, on Thanksgiving. It's like eating plastic. Why is that a thing? It it's doesn't wonderful. taste like anything. It makes me feel primal. So like your favorite cut of meat isn't even meat is what you're saying. I mean, define meat. Meat. Define meat. Um, um, muscle tissue. Well, then yes, it's not. <laughs> I, I, look, I'm assuming. Hold on. Let's look that up. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to Google it. Hold on. The meat of the matter. <laughs> hey, Siri. Define the word meat. Meat means the flesh of an animal, especially a mammal, as food. Yeah. Do you want to hear the remaining one? Yes. Meat is an archaic term. It means food of any kind. Food of any kind. What do you mean food of any kind? Food of any kind. So a piece of broccoli is meat. Yes. No. Yes. If you're going archaic. Listen, I'm just trying to get a catch-all so that I am giving you the appropriate answer. Okay. Really, I just want to mention how much I love knuckles. <laughs> it's and not knuckles. thumbs and... And the wings, cheeks. it's elbow cartilage. Like, what do you... I mean? it's, it's wonderful. 
Okay, that's fine. All right, good. Great. So so next time we, we cook steaks, I'll just eat the meat and I'll just give you the grizzle. You have all the grizzle. Does that work? No? Not so much? All right. Well, I just because I have other favorites doesn't mean I also enjoy myself a little big slab of protein. All right. Question two. Cheese is my favorite cut of meat. Oh, cheese is so good. <laughs> well, food of any kind. Food of any kind. Meat. Cheese. What's, so basically this what question can, is, what's what, your favorite cut of food? Cheddar. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question two. Have you watched anything interesting lately? Without any spoilers, do you have any thoughts? Yes, we have. Over the last couple days, we binged Only Murders in the Building. And lucky for us, the season two comes out June 28th. Yeah, it's we planned that perfectly. Yeah, so excited, so So excited. excited. It is. If you haven't watched it, it's awesome. Oh, I had a blast. Yeah, all the characters are great, but the three main characters—Martin Short, Steve Martin, and Selena uh, Gomez—they are wonderful. Mm. It's so good. And I always, by the way, I always hated the title "Only Murders in the Building." I'm like, well, I don't under. But then it it makes when you watch it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I also love so much how it like ties in podcast culture the yeah. true, true crime podcast culture right i'm i'm so into that with like up and vanished and serial and this really nailed it did it really that's oh, that close gosh, so great all right so fun i i love how they they left the season and i'm i'm so looking forward to season two i think it's great is barry out yet i don't know season we were supposed three? to keep an eye out but we, we gotta got keep on. an eye out for barry that's sneaky guy Question number three, do you have a local small business that you would like to plug? I have one. You said you have another one too, right? Yes, sir. You do? Who's going? You go first. Go ahead. I would like to plug Spread Cheese Company Woo! in Middletown, Connecticut. It's in the Main Street Market. Yeah. It sure is. That's a kick-ass. That place is awesome. Yeah. Great little foodie things, dried pastas. Like funky mustard, pickled things. You but want then, a pickled sprout? Go get yourself a pickled sprout. But then a ton but of the creme de la creme. Yeah, is the cheese counter kick ass? So we go up, and I'm always, you know, every time you ask for, you're, you're looking at the cheese, and you ask for one. They give you a sample, and I'm always like so self conscious of always how you know am I am I putting them out? What if I don't like it? Am I obligated to buy it? And the lady goes, "I don't want you to buy anything that you haven't tasted. I don't want you to go home and have a surprise." <laughs> we and eat I a said, ton of well, cheese. Well, then let's go. Let's do this. Get ready. Buckle up because we're about to go for a ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So good. Oh, so good. And she did a great job of navigating us and figuring out what our likes. Yeah, we went were there. We went there on your birthday. We went yes. there. Yeah, but it was a blast. We started the day by driving down to Neil's Donuts, also in Middletown, Connecticut. What a kick-ass little spot that is! And it, it was just like. There were a ton of people, and they were just jumping and filling boxes with donuts. And it, oh. At 12.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Happened. So good. Really good, right? What was your favorite really one? Really good. You know, my favorite one was the old-fashioned plain. This, the old-fashioned donut, the plain donut. It was donut. so good. I was all about the- It was the, a good donut. The first one we tried was the the glaze, just the regular glaze, mm-hmm. and I loved it. You know, I love myself some razzmatazz, but when you boil, de- boil it down to the basics- 
if that still shines, then you've got yourself a good Yeah, it was really, it was awesome too, by the way. It was so good. It was so good. I remember we were looking for- Cinnamon crumb coffee cake one was awesome. That was awesome. They were great. We had a a Boston cream, which Mm. I loved. It was, they were all great. It was awesome. I just want to, there's a small bone that I would- I know, I know. I was, I was waiting for this one. Yeah, go ahead. What is up with donut chocolate? Like the donut, the chocolate that they use to coat the donut. Not a chocolate donut, but like a Boston cream that has mm. that chocolate icing on it. Yeah. It's gross. I, I don't know if I agree. It's gross. I don't it's think gross. it's gross. Oh, it's gross. Oh, I guess I'm wrong. Hear that, every, hear that, everybody? Bessie says it's gross. It's so gross. we can't like the chocolate on donuts anymore. It's gross. <laughs> okay. It's throwaway chocolate. It doesn't belong. There's so what would be, you do? What do you want to do? There's got to be a better version of this. And I will not rest until I find a better donut chocolate. We deserve it. The people deserve it. All right. So, I mean, when we're done here, you want to go get a donut and see what see what <laughs> see well, what's up? Well, it's late. Do you think there are donut places, like legit donut places open? I think Glazed is open in Amherst, I think. It's possible. It's possible. I'll consider it. <laughs> we must find one. Anyway, it there's was got to be. There's got to be. It was a great spot, and I remember later on after we, after we went to dinner. No fault of Neil. No, no, no fault of Neil. It's the it's the it's, it's the, the donut culture. The donut culture, right? That's what I was looking for. It's it's big donut. Oh, big donut. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a trickle down from big donut. <laughs> You see, like, there's a bunch of, like, fat cats with cigars. Yeah. No! They get the shit chocolate. Yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. Deserve that chocolate on top of the donut is a little too good. Let's ruin it. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Anyway. It's all it's all in an effort to brainwash us and I remember keep us, us in line. considering going and getting ice cream somewhere later on in the day, and oh. then we remembered we still had four donuts in the car. Yeah. So we came home and ate the donuts instead. But it felt like we ate 12 donuts that day because we split them all. We did, yeah. Mm. The best of both worlds. It was really good. Yeah. Anything else, Bess? No, this was so much fun. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for doing it. I appreciate yeah. it. Thanks for yeah. listening, everybody. Yeah. Thank Thanks you for so- idly listening. Yeah, thank you so much, everybody. We appreciate you very much. If you haven't subscribed, please consider doing so. And you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Idle Chat Podcast. Be cool. Be kind. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.